Pharmacy Podcast Nation. We appreciate all you do every day. People who work in pharmacy make positive change possible, something Altimed understands. Altimed's Pen Needle AltiGuard Safe Pack helps people in pharmacy fulfill their roles as leaders for their patients and in their communities. AltiGuard Safe Pack Pen Needles are an FDA cleared product that provides 100 premium pen needles in a sharps container, all in one convenient package system. When you dispense the AltiGuard Safe Pack, you protect families and your community from sharps injuries and you remove medical waste from the environment. To learn more, visit altiguardsafepack.com forward slash podcast. That's altiguardsafepack.com forward slash podcast. When you dispense the AltiGuard Safe Pack, you choose positive change. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hello and welcome again to Occupation Station. I'm Diane Donato. Our guest today is Dr. Stephen St. Ange. He's from the class of 09. He's the Director of Business Development at Paratech Pharmaceuticals. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here and have the opportunity to speak. We love to talk to people about their journey, even before they went to college, what they thought they might do with their lives, what kind of career they imagined themselves having. So you're no different. We're going to put you through those questions, too. When you first matriculated at ACPHS, what kind of a career did you imagine you would have? Well, similar to a number of students that have attended the college, uh, pharmacy ran in the family for me. My grandfather was actually a 1953 graduate of the college and owned a number of independent pharmacies in upstate New York and in Florida throughout his career. Growing up, most of my exposure really led me to believe that I would pursue the same path as my grandfather. At the time that I was attending ACPHS, however, really the, the market dynamics around independent pharmacy ownership and practice were rapidly changing. And it was quickly becoming more challenging business venture, especially for new entrepreneurs in the independent pharmacy space. After my second year at ACPHS, I was fortunate to land a summer internship at SUNY Upstate Medical Center in Syracuse. And this introduction to clinical pharmacy practice in the hospital setting really opened my eyes to a whole new way of practicing the profession that I didn't even really know existed or was possible. I was fortunate to have several incredible mentors uh, at SUNY Upstate that really helped shape my future in clinical pharmacy practice after graduation. You spent six and a half years in full-time clinical practice prior to transitioning into an industry role. What was it that prompted that career path change? I actually have to give a lot of credit to uh, to three people, one of them a former mentor, another a former co-worker, and lastly uh, an ACPHS roommate for constantly reminding me about the non-traditional opportunities that existed in the pharmaceutical industry side. I always enjoyed being able to conduct research during my time in clinical practice that helped improve the care of our patients. But pharmacists in clinical practice don't really have much of an ability to influence drug development. We're tasked with generating evidence based on already approved therapies and traditionally not investigational therapies. So I saw the opportunity to be involved in the early to late stage drug development phases in the pharmaceutical industry is very intriguing. I was also interested in leveraging my business skills to potentially one day take on a corporate role in pharma. So I think combining these interests and the advice of others from industry, I decided to take the leap of faith in 2015 and leave clinical practice full time. And so far, I haven't looked back. 
the world is constantly changing and you've given us an idea about some of the factors that went into the decisions that you made. Still, I'm wondering, though, would you recommend a similar path to other ACPHS graduates right now? I absolutely would. Uh, the one thing that I'll they'll add kind of as a caveat to that is there's a bit of ambiguity and uncertainty in the pharmaceutical industry. Some of the, the job security elements uh, may not be what we're used to in more traditional pharmacy careers. So for someone that, that is really interested in early drug development, but is also, you know, not risk averse, I think it's a, a fantastic career to be involved in a different way. And I'll say that in a lot of our traditional pharmacy careers, we're impacting patient care at what I would call a micro level. We're doing it at the bedside or patients coming into our ambulatory care clinic or into our community pharmacy. Within industry, we're doing it more on a macro basis. And it allows us the ability to be able to provide clinicians with solutions to an unmet medical need and also robust clinical evidence that they can use every day in their clinical practice and be able to change the outcomes for their patients. Really, overall, I think it it represents a nice opportunity for students who, who have an interest in doing that. You received your MBA in 2018. What made you decide to pursue an advanced degree beyond a PharmD? Well, I've always strived to be a little bit different than my peers in, in many different ways. And I decided early in 2017, after spending about a year and a half in industry, that an additional degree would not only positively impact my work with other team members across the, the cross-functional organization, outside of my my usual realm of clinical development and medical affairs. But it also became apparent to me that an MBA would open more doors for me in the future in industry than it would close. And although admittedly, I think if you asked me when I was filling out my application for MBA schools in late 2016, how I'd envision using my MBA, I probably wouldn't have been able to come up with a, a clearly articulated answer, really, or a vision about what my future career path would look like. But looking back, it was a good decision and it was time well spent. The foundation of business skills that I required, that I acquired in MBA school uh, related to accounting, supply chain management, uh, human resource management, have really helped me to assimilate into a role in in corporate development where many of my responsibilities on a day-to-day basis entail aspects outside of the, the typical medical affairs and clinical development space and take on uh, aspects of of the business role and business know-how. And many of the things that I do on a day-in or day-out basis are related to finance. So so very thankful to have uh, that MBA and that experience under my belt. Well, we've been talking a lot about what led to the decisions that you made in your career. We are going to take things into current times and ask you a little bit about your current responsibilities in a moment. But first, we're going to take a moment for a message from ACPHS President Dr. Greg Dewey. It is important that we do our best to control the cost of higher education. We at the college have always tried to maintain a very reasonable increase in net tuition so that we grow that net tuition at about the same rate as inflation. But even with that, it's very expensive, and so we want to raise money to help relieve some of the pressure on our students. We are in the middle of a uh, fundraising campaign, and one of the primary goals of that fundraising campaign is to raise a lot of money in scholarship funds. And we're going to raise money from our stakeholders, from our alumni. Many of our alumni, they've had an experience at the college that they look back 
very fondly and they see that it was very formative for them. And these alumni want to give so that other students have the opportunities that they have. So they're, it's a, they're a dedicated group. The expense of higher education is a national issue. Our students come from all sorts of backgrounds. So they all come from all kinds of social, economic backgrounds. We get a lot of students from rural settings. This financial hub is very, very important to allow them to pursue their studies. But it does another thing other than just the financial part of it is it is a great affirmation for these young people. You have a 18, 19, 20-year-old. They're on a very tentative career path. And when they get that scholarship, that is a great pat on the back. It sort of says to them, yes, you are on the right track. You are doing well, and you're being rewarded for that. But having that scholarship for sport, especially a named scholarship, that's a boost. That's a boost for a student, and it's a great affirmation. So these scholarships do two things. They obviously help out financially, but it is a great encouragement. We're back with Occupation Station and our guest, Steve St. Ange, a graduate, the class of 09, and he is the Director of Business Development at Paratech Pharmaceuticals. Let's talk a little bit about what you're currently doing. Could you describe your current responsibilities as Director of Business Development? Yeah, so what I do is I head up our corporate development efforts. Uh, and in a small biotech such as Paratech, this entails wearing actually a lot of different hats. So my industry career started off in clinical development and medical affairs, which I feel really helped set the foundation for a successful transition into a business development role. So my remit for the organization is to bring forward potential opportunities that we could add to our existing commercial portfolio of FDA-approved drugs or further bolster our development pipeline via early or late-stage development compounds that are in a pre-approval state. And once I've identified these opportunities and done an initial screening on them, I bring them to my larger cross-functional team of experts from all areas of the organization. These cross-functional experts weigh in on the perceived benefits and risks that are associated with each product or our company that I identify. It's really a a complex process that involves uh, thoughtful analysis by each of these cross-functional colleagues from the commercial department, medical, regulatory, manufacturing, finance, and intellectual property. So as you can see here, there's a, a lot of moving parts and a lot of folks involved. The work to me I find is very rewarding as I know I'm helping to shape the future growth of our company into a commercially successful and scientifically innovative organization with our goal of being able to deliver life-saving therapies to those in need. So that that's something that I'm proud to do and, uh, you know, really makes me wake up every day and be excited to, to do this job. Among those moving parts, is there one aspect that you find the most challenging or, or one aspect that you find the most rewarding or it's your favorite aspect? Yeah, I think from a most challenging perspective, it's uh, working simultaneously on a number of different opportunities or assessments that are at various stages of, of our uh, corporate development evaluation. I like to sometimes joke with my former colleagues in medical affairs and clinical development that when I was in that role, my list of to-do items sometimes could be um, consisted of a few sticky notes. Uh, now it consists actually of multiple whiteboards. And uh, it does take a little bit of time to, to get used to the, uh, the constant juggling of, of responsibilities, but I'm grateful actually for the new skills and expertise that I've been able to acquire via these unique experiences. And I think, you know, the, the 
my favorite part of the work or, you know, the part that's most rewarding to me is definitely the regular interaction with all the cross-functional departments within the organization. It has provided me with a, a whole new appreciation for the amount of expertise it takes to successfully evaluate and complete uh, mergers and acquisitions in the pharmaceutical industry and the amount of effort that is associated with even very small transactions. I think the other aspect that I really enjoy is regular face-to-face time with members of our executive leadership team. This, for me, has provided a tremendous insight into what it takes to, to run an organization, even a small biotech such as Paratech. And these interactions have been valuable experience for me should I once one day decide to uh, pursue a role in, in senior leadership at a biotech company. We're also wondering if there are any important lessons that you've learned along the way that you could share with us. Uh, lots of lessons. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it uh, highlights <laughs> to maybe one or two. <laughs> Don't be afraid to, to take risks take chances on yourself as a, as a pharmacy graduate. Uh, if you don't, you'll constantly be left wondering with the what if question. And I think we all know that in order to grow professionally and personally, we have to make ourselves uncomfortable. So I encourage folks to really do every, every day one thing that makes you feel uneasy. At the end of the day, if the, if the risk doesn't work out, you'll likely have something to fall back on. And I think in my scenario, uh, thinking, you know, back to past lives, I could easily go back to clinical practice or back to work in the medical affairs department of a, of a pharma company. And that would be a, a very solid plan B. But I think our, our training as pharmacists really sets us up well to succeed in a, a myriad of different non-traditional roles. You know, thinking of some of the, the PharmD grads from ACPHS and other institutions, they've gone on to be CEOs. CFOs, heads of commercial or marketing, regulatory affairs. So for me, the, the sky is the limit for PharmD grads, and I would encourage everybody to, to explore that and take the risk. You just mentioned some of the benefits of your training. If you could change anything in your education and training, what would that be? Looking back on it all, I probably wouldn't change too much, but I would definitely have challenged myself when it came to my IPPE and APPE rotations. So for those students that are, are listening and wondering, my advice is take advantage of those opportunities to, to try new things that you might otherwise have not gotten exposure to. A quick four or six weeks and an IPP or APP rotation may change your entire outlook on a practice area or a career path. Don't settle for the rotations that uh, you've already experienced via something like a summer internship or those that may have even been deemed as quote-unquote easy by upperclassmen or folks that have gone through them before. If I could go back, I would have made more of a push to get multiple industry rotations uh, or perhaps even seek out and set up a new rotation in a unique practice area or with an alumni that had a a non-traditional career path. I think I'm picking up a theme here. Try new things. Yeah, I guess you could say that that, that's probably the take-home point of, uh, of my entire conversation today. What other advice might you have for ACPHS students, specifically any advice for those who might be considering industry jobs? I have to say start thinking about ways to differentiate yourself from your peers now. Uh, it may seem very early to, to some students, but the longer you wait, really the harder it gets to differentiate yourself. Uh, if you're thinking about going back and getting another degree, such as a MHA or an MPH or an MBA, get started while the momentum is still there. Uh, the earlier these extra doors open for you in your career, 
the more chances that you'll have to capitalize on them. And also, uh, the, the last piece I, I can't state uh, enough over and over to uh, new grads that I talk to and, and even folks that have been out for a couple of years is get started seriously with your networking now. If you are interested in a career on the industry, industry side, uh, the world of pharma and biotech is not about who you know but rather it's who knows you. Steve St. Ange, we really appreciate you sharing your expertise today. Class of 09, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit acphs.edu. You can tune in to all of our informative stories at acphs.edu forward slash podcast. Each podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeart giving you the opportunity to listen from a mobile device. Mark Occupation Station as a favorite, and you'll receive push notifications as soon as we publish something new. Occupation Station is also a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the largest podcast content directory dedicated to the business and profession of pharmacy.